0: I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank & Trust for
1: making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal, And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four.
0: Scam Squad. Welcome to another episode of Scam Squad.
1: Vicki, I know you have some guests with us today. Would you like to introduce them? Today, we're lucky enough to have two senior fraud specialists from Montecito Bank and Trust, Doris Roof and Sean Dyer. Welcome to both of you. We're so glad that you can come on Scam Squad today. And let's start out, Doris, maybe you can tell us what a senior fraud specialist does. Thank you for inviting us,
2: first of all. We really appreciate it so that we can get the word out to everyone in our community here. But what we do at Montecito Bank & Trust is we're constantly monitoring via different systems in our branches, etc., cetera, what we're seeing and what we can prevent in fraud happening to the customer. And so we're constantly looking to see, like, transactions or if someone comes into a branch, um, if they're taking a large withdrawal or they come in and let us know that their computer has been hacked, then we will get involved on the back end of it. Our branches will inform us or if we see something suspicious in our side from, let's say, mobile deposits, etc., start taking steps to prevent it. And
1: Sean, do you have anything to add to that?
3: Just like the variety of fraud that we see, it covers ID theft, wire fraud, elder abuse, lots of check fraud, online banking fraud, debit card fraud, any way you can think of, it, it happens and we see it.
1: And I'm assuming that you have a program to educate your employees, particularly the tellers, if they start to see something suspicious happening at their window, they're trained to try and intervene at some point in time.
3: That would be, in some cases, it would depend on the type of fraud because there's some situations, you know, they might just need to wait until that customer or non-customer leaves the branch before they let us know. And yes, we have a process in place by which they report that information to us, whether they call or submit a form with the details. That's great.
1: And they're trained to recognize some suspicious activities, suspicious circumstances that might happen at their window.
2: Yes. That is correct. We train our employees to look for certain red flags, and when the red flags start occurring or they see them, then they will contact us.
1: What are you seeing currently? What kinds of things are going on that you can share with us today?
3: The online romance scam is always popular and ongoing and currently a lot more check fraud where the customer writes a check and they go drop it off at the blue post office box outside a post office and the checks are fished out of the box and then fraudsters wash the payee name and we're seeing quite a bit of that right now.
1: Really? Because we always try and tell people, don't put your checks into those blue post office bins that you see on the street go into the post office walk up to the counter and put that check right on the counter in front of a live person so it sounds like that's still good advice to give out
2: yes and i would also say vicky another bit of advice i know a lot of people have their mailboxes in front of their house etc and they'll put up the red flag to show the mailman that there's mail to be picked up well that's also a red flag <laughs> for the frost <process>. literally <laughs> literally uh-huh.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's telling the fraudsters, there's good mail in here, come and get it.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: What's the technology
0: involved in changing the name of who the check is made out to?
3: Whether it's um, a particular chemical, I'm not sure, but that's like the old days. You could use a smidge of of bleach and water. Uh I'm sure they have easier techniques now, but it doesn't take much. With mobile deposit, you can take a check that's been washed not very well, but the mobile deposit will accept it.
1: Oh,
0: right.
3: Because it's not a human looking at the check.
0: Oh, that makes sense. Wow, technology is great, but sometimes it causes problems, doesn't it? Absolutely.
1: So you also mentioned the romance scam, and I'm so sorry to hear that that's still going strong because that can really be a devastating scam. Once these crooks get hold of somebody and convince them that they are the love of their life and all those endorphins get working, it's really hard to combat that scam. So what have you seen recently?
2: Well, I'd like to talk about one instance where one of our younger customers who is um 27 years old, a male. A lot of people kind of associate the romance scam to females and we do want to mention that it can happen to anyone regardless of age or gender and in this particular case it was a 27 year old male and he did have um, he was a dependent adult.
1: Oh dear. So yeah.
2: it was made it even another extra layer of Frustration, us and the customer especially, because this poor gentleman truly, truly believed there was somebody that was in love with him. It was very difficult to alert him to the red flags. We alerted him, but he did not want to believe, and he did open up credit cards, took cash advances against them, and went ahead and sent money to the person. And then eventually went ahead and opened up a line of credit with us for a few thousand dollars, a couple of thousand. Went ahead and basically used all of that money and then sent it over to the person that he was communicating with and withdrawed from his checking account. And then eventually it was his payroll check. So as soon as he got the payroll check, he would go ahead and forward it. And we had a real tough time trying to determine how we could really convince this person because we could not really contact the family because they were not on the account. Eventually, he did finally kind of give in and he did come in with his dad. And that's when we were able to start the ball rolling with trying to stop everything. But. He was and you know, it went over a period of five months, but we try we continually monitored the account and tried to continually convince them and, and place holes and hopefully uh, one of the deposits he did make was a mobile deposit, just like Sean mentioned, very common, and we placed holds, etc. on that.
1: Do you know it's so hard to convince people that have gotten caught up with this scam, that it's a crook taking their money and just playing them. I've had the experience of talking to a couple of older adults that have gotten caught up in the scam, one a a woman and one a man. It's just addictive, these relationships that these crooks start to build up with their victims. So how did this person find this vulnerable victim?
2: Unfortunately, he did not let us know how he initially met the person. He did show the branch manager some text information. So the person did get their telephone number and start communicating via text.
1: Okay. So it might have been online or we don't know.
2: We did not know. He would not let us know how he was contacted because I'm sure he was contacted by someone.
1: Vicki, this is not the
0: first time that we've heard from a scammer that was a dependent adult. So just like elderly people, they seem to be a target. The scammers are so
1: amazingly ruthless. That's absolutely right, yeah.
2: Sean actually has a case where she'd like to explain because they were not dependent, they were not elderly.
3: Yes, this is another case involving a 32-year-old male And these imposters, I mean, they're professionals. Oh, yeah. This this is what they do. And they'll sit and they'll coax you along for months to gain your trust. And you fall for it. And, you know, you want to believe it. You want to believe there's a romance there. So this victim ended up being a victim we called cyber fraud through Facebook. He met his girlfriend. And she was supposed to arrive the day um, a check had returned because they were planning to get married. So, what had happened is we saw an alert with a mobile deposit, and it just didn't quite make sense that the mobile deposit happened in the state of, I think this one was in Texas, but there had also been logins on his online banking from Germany and Georgia and Delaware. So, it just wasn't adding up. And so, we had the branch reach out, and then the check that had been deposited had been returned as fraud. So, then we had the branch manager try to talk, and we were talking on the Conference call trying to get the story. And it's like pulling teeth because the customer, they just don't want to believe that it's fraud. They have so much invested emotionally as well as financially. So we were on the phone for quite a while, and I was asking questions. He said that it was his girlfriend's attorney who deposited the check, and that was a red flag. So it caused me to ask him if he had actually met her, his girlfriend, in person, which he had replied, of course, not yet. They would be meeting soon. And I told him this was for sure a scam and asked him if he had met her online. And that's when he said, yes, it was through Facebook. So then the next question that comes up is, well, have you done FaceTime or Skype where you're actually seeing each other face to face online? And the answer was no. So I told him that she was probably a male sitting in a call center in a foreign country. Right. Because that's what they're usually doing. They are usually coaxing several clients at the same time. Right. Um, He still wanted to wait and see if she was going to show up. And I said, well, ask her to Skype or FaceTime. With If she comes up with an excuse, then you know it's a scam. So we close the account out, but he's a victim of ID theft because he's given her all the information about himself and his banking and we don't see any new activity with him. But Doris and I have seen time and time again where we're just not sure that our clients are believing us 100% and that they most likely will fall for another scam.
1: Oh, that's so sad. So in this case. He was sending money to her, but you said somebody on her behalf sent money to him and the check bounced?
3: Yeah, they'll start out by sending some gift cards, and then all of a sudden, it seems we've had several where it's their attorney sends the check. The check isn't from an attorney at all. It's from someone else who's been scammed, and that check has been stolen. But the idea is they get this check and then as soon as the funds are available, the fraudster will ask them to either wire a large portion back or go buy more gift cards, have that all happen before the check is returned. They try to get you to do something with that cash in that lag time when a check is going back to the bank it's from and before it's been identified as fraud and returned back to us.
1: I see. So in this case, the victim was sending money to the so-called fiance, but at some point in time, the money came back the other way with the idea that the victim was supposed to send this money on to somebody else. Yes. Sounds like they were being used as a money mule, perhaps.
2: Exactly. That's what George was going to touch on. And I wanted to just say, a lot of times people think that that check will come back within a certain period of time, let's say seven days or five days, whatever. It won't even be noticed until the other side, that customer who is probably also participating as a money mule, by knowingly, exactly, will check their statement and they'll see that they've been had a check that was recharged and that it wasn't that, and then it starts snowballing. And so if that customer is not looking at their check that was possibly stolen from their mailbox to be sent over to our customer's account, maybe they check their account just once a month or every two months, and then all of a sudden they realize, oh, that's not my check, that's not who it was supposed to have gone to and they'll report it, and then we'll have an item return.
1: What are the red flags that you look for in a scam like this? What usually brings it to your attention?
2: First of all, we have systems in our background, and so we're constantly looking to see what type of activity may be occurring in the customer's account that is not normal. Okay. Uh, So if it's out of their pattern, or if they have online banking and they have a lot of logins or logins from other countries, then we get a red flag that pops up in our system that says, hey, take a look at this because this is not within the customer's pattern. Oh. We will then go in and start looking to see what is their pattern. Yes, they've never made a $6,000 deposit before, and now they are. Or they took a large withdrawal. Now They never take large withdrawals. Or all of a sudden, their ATM card, they're purchasing, you know, $500 here and there, and that's kind of like an amount for a gift card. We look at all those types of red flags that our system also alerts us to. And then, of course, our frontline, our tellers or our new account people, they'll also notice a lot.
1: Your customers are so lucky that you have these systems in place and that you have educated your employees to be on the lookout for these things because these scams are so pervasive and they're so dangerous. Thank goodness that you know how to put in place some interventions and you know what to look for. I mean, that's a tremendous service that you're doing for your client.
2: There was one that in looking at some of the research you can... Get, go on to the FTC.gov, and you can see what are the recent scams that are occurring. And they also have an area where you can be alerted to, like, a scam also that you can find out for.
1: That is a great website. I've used that website frequently, and there's a wealth of information there. Patty, did you have any other questions? I really don't. I just
0: want to thank both Doris and Sean and Montecito Bank and Trust for helping out the Santa Barbara community. I know that both Vicki and I really appreciate it as do our listening audience. Thank you
2: both so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.